0: to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government.
1: The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted a gripping empire
0: I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Our massive show archive is there, as are all of my books, www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to contact us, the email is rdgable at yahoo.com. That's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. Or find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. You can instant message us there. You can also find my personal Facebook account, Ryan Gable, R Y A N G A B L E, Ryan Gable on Facebook. I received an email from a listener two days ago. It's kind of an interesting time to receive this email because I was just talking on the phone with a friend of mine, and they were ta- they were telling me and talking to me about, we were kind of having a back and forth conversation about radio, and we were talking about listeners and audiences and what people want to hear, what they don't want to hear, things like that, and I've always done this show, not based on what people do or don't want to hear, but based on what I feel is pertinent, what I feel is important. And I've had tremendous uh, success with that, and I have attributed that to what I consider to be spiritually fact- uh, factual, and that when I feel that something's important to talk about on a deep level, it could be history, it could be science, it could be philosophy, it could be occultism, it could be music, it could be anything, I know that a lot of you listening... Feel the same way, like, yes, this is a good subject to talk about. So it resonates with you as a listener, with you as an audience. And I don't know if I maybe made a comment the other night about how some people. I, I did actually, I did make a comment about how there are some, there have been some hosts on this network. And of course, if you've listened to this show for more than a year or two, other networks we've been on where people don't, they don't, they don't like me. They don't like the show or they like it. They're just jealous of it because I put in more work than them or because I have a better introduction. I don't know. People complain about all kinds of things. I You know, if I had an issue with my introduction or if I had an, an issue with, with, with quality, you know, sound quality or professionalism, I would just fix it. I wouldn't bitch and complain about other shows. Now, nothing's happened on this network, even remotely recently, but I was just saying the other night that there have been problems on other networks where people on the network, they have an issue with me. And yeah, I, I find that you know in my daily life, I I tend to get into arguments and fights with people all the time. And I don't look at that as being positive or negative. You know, clearly it's not a positive thing, but I don't see it as being negative either. I've had a lot of people tell me over the years, well, the reason you get in fights with people, you're the common denominator. Okay, I might be the common denominator, but the common denominator doesn't necessarily have to be the reason why there's a fight. And I'll give you an example. More so, it's an argument that doesn't even really turn into an argument. It goes kind of like this. What's your opinion? I ask somebody. They tell me. I'm listening. What's your opinion, Ryan? And I tell them, and immediately, their face goes red, they puff up, they get angry, they yell at me, you're a racist, you're a bigot. Whatever you know, the story, the subject might be that we're discussing, it usually boils down to that. Now, a real discussion and a real debate to me are people that, like in a negotiation, you kind of compromise you might not agree with the other person's opinion or perspective, but you listen to what they have to say, right? And you compromise, and usually in a good compromise, you might get something that you kind of want. They might get something they kind of want, but you, you come to this conclusion. You come to this reasoning, and you don't get everything you want, and they don't get everything they want. And I mean, I just find myself in so many situations, whether that's in radio or it's outside of radio, where I'm 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 constantly being asked to apologize to somebody. Or I'm being asked to to tell somebody that you know I, I didn't mean it that way, you know, or I feel that social pull to do that. You know, you say something, people get uncomfortable, and then you kind of feel that you feel bad as a moral person. You're like, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to make people feel bad. You know, maybe I'll just keep my mouth shut. But it's hard to keep your mouth shut when people ask you what you what your opinion is, or when you hear something. At least for me, when I hear somebody talking about something that's just totally inaccurate, you know, I feel obliged to say something. Maybe that's from over a decade of radio, because as a radio broadcaster, I have a responsibility to bring you information that is factual, you know, unless it's speculative or something like that. But I have a duty to bring you factual information, and boy, oh boy, are you going to get some factual information tonight. In fact, almost all of tonight's show is going to be me reading to you. I'm going to be reading to you. I'll tell you what I'm going to be reading to you here in a few minutes. It's not going to be that boring, I promise you. Maybe it's a little bit of an exaggeration to say I'll be reading all night, but I am going to read a lot to you tonight. When I'm in those kinds of discussions, though, and I hear somebody say something like, for example, the other day someone said something about about these, uh, these packaged foods at a grocery store and how the plastic containers had little Native American women on them, little Indians on them, and they were picking tomatoes. And conversation kind of went like this, I'm sure somebody will be offended by that. And I said, and I didn't get into a fight, but I said, why would they be offended by that? And they said, well, I mean, there's Native Americans on the front, and you know how people feel about that. And I said, no, I don't know how people feel about that because I have a lot of Native American heritage and doesn't offend me. You know, if I wanted to identify my life as, you know, if I wanted to be a victim all the time, then yeah, sure, that that could offend me, right? So could Red Band Tobacco. That, that could offend me. The Washington Redskins could offend me. Oh, no. And I said that, I said, well, I'm not offended. I have a lot of Native American in my genetics and my ancestry, and I, I'm not offended by that. I said, if anything, it's, it's, it's cool. Look, my people are on a plastic package of tomatoes. Why do I care about that? That, that doesn't affect me in the least. You know, even if it was degrading, I, I don't really care because ultimately above all of the colors of skin, red, black, brown, doesn't really matter at all to me. I don't care where you came from. I'm not, I don't have time to be concerned with that. I mean, even even if I was being harassed every day, which it's starting to become a become a reality as a white person here in Rochester, New York, I am kind of harassed every day. I got black people yelling at me on the streets. I got white people yelling at me on the streets. Some woman with a Black Lives Matter sign walked out in front of my car the other day, holding it up, making sure I could see it. Her life apparently didn't matter as much because I almost ran her over. She runs out in front of the car with the sign. I mean, they blocked off the interstate here, 490, going into the city. I'm surprised they didn't tear down the bridge going into Rochester because it's, I think, it's called Frederick Douglass Bridge or something. And they already tore down the Frederick Douglass statues. Nobody told them that Frederick Douglass was an abolitionist, though. But I guess it was because he was a Republican. Uh-uh, you got to get rid of that. You know why they get rid of the statues, so... You don't know what they do next. you got to get rid of the history, and then you can carry out the atrocities again. So I'm having this conversation about the Indian, and I, and I said, I, why do I care about this Indian on this tomato container? Well, I, I have so many other things <laughs> that I can be concerned with. My life is not so, so focused on this it's not even a microcosm it's like a microcosm of a microcosm i don't care i don't care if it's called red man tomatoes what does that matter to me well then you you don't look native american so it does i said you know what none of this matters it doesn't matter what i look like or what i don't look like this conversation is irrelevant to me but don't sit there as a white person and tell me that that's racist because there's an indian what if the people that own the business are indian ever think of that you know so those are the kinds of discussions that i have and my opinion's not accepted even as someone with native american ancestry my opinion's not accepted see that's what the real racists the real slave owners do they tell you you can't speak unless you agree with them but other people's opinions because they're quote-unquote politically correct those matter See, I think all opinions matter, even if they're stupid opinions. And, oh, there are absolutely stupid opinions. I'll give you a couple of them tonight as we go through some of the material. So, we're 15 minutes into the show, and I want to read you an email I got from a listener which kind of provoked this this thought pattern that I've been having. It's from a, I'll just give the first name, a, a, a listener named Claudia. And Claudia is a is, I guess, a longtime listener, or at least a relatively recent to longtime listener. And Claudia told me that, well, they said, I, I listen to you because you are very intelligent. That's what the email concluded with. And Claudia was just giving me, you know, an opinion. And I'm not happy about it. I'm not upset about it. It's just an opinion. I accept it. And I want to read it, with, uh, read it to you and read it with you right now. It says, Ryan, the reason why people don't take uh, to you is because you come across cold and indifferent. You will never have the following that David Wilcock has. David has a personality that draws people in. Your personality does the opposite. It appears that you are angry most of the time. Well, yeah, I I tend to be kind of angry all the time. And, you know, here's the thing. My personality is not something that I'm concerned with, Claudia, or anyone else who thinks that. And I know, Claudia, you were just providing an opinion. I'm not upset at Claudia. Maybe you think I'm upset at you. I just thought this was a great email because I was having this conversation the other day with uh, someone about radio, and then I was having this other conversation at a grocery store about this Indian on the front of a tomato package. And I I I wonder why... When you express an opinion that's not considered acceptable, people think that you're being angry or people think that you're being aggressive. That's another one. People tell me, you're, you're too aggressive all the time. I mean, I can't tell you how many women have told me that. You're too aggressive. See, I wonder what happens if you take that person and let's just hypothetically, let's say we have a time machine and you put, you know, all the women that have told me that, Women in particular, but men have told me the same thing. And and a lot of it comes in radio, like other radio hosts. You're just so aggressive. You know, if you took these people back to, like, 18th century, I mean, not even the—you don't have to go back that far. Go back to the 20th century. I, I feel that men and women, particularly women in those days, needed a man who was a man, not a, a, a pussy hat wearing Black Lives Matter— white racist rainbow flag waving protester I, I I feel like a woman in those days needed a real man, and I feel like men needed real women, and I feel like people needed each other but we've i, I guess we've reached this point where Human connectivity and connection doesn't matter, and it, it certainly doesn't matter at all to you know to, to converse about things and to express various different opinions and accept other people's opinions because acceptance now is you accept me, I don't have to accept you. That's free speech, or that's you know whatever it might be. So I keep I keep hearing those things in my head, you know, aggressive or intense, and I'm not complaining about them. In fact, I want to express to you. That if you feel that I'm an aggressive, intense radio host, I thank you for the compliment. You know why? Because people need to be shaken. I had to have been shaken at some point in the past. I can't isolate the day or the moment it happened, but people need to be shaken out of their their, their complacency and their apathy and their lethargy. This isn't a game. You know, it's not fun to argue with people on Facebook. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. What is the point in this? It's no fun to go to the grocery store and be told you're an asshole and a cunt for not wearing a face mask. To have to try to explain to that person why. And to have that person tell me it doesn't matter what you think, this is what I think. No, the problem is, like Claudia wrote to me, I'm only cold and indifferent because of the projections of the collective societal condition that we are in and that we have and that we face and that is being further and further social engineered through trauma and through fear. Those people that call you names and that shame you, it doesn't have to be about a mask, it could be about anything. Oh, you really believe that 9-11 was an inside job? You know, those are the the talking points they use to deflect having to answer questions. Some of you might not have ever had that discussion with somebody, but, oh, you think there's a conspiracy? Some guy in the newspaper told me this once. You think there's a conspiracy of all doctors to vaccinate children and kill them? Wow, that's a really stupid conspiracy. And I said, no, I'm just curious why there's ethyl mercury, methyl mercury in vaccines. What are you talking about? No, what are you talking about? See, this is a time where we need real men and women. This is a time where we need one thing. We need leadership. We don't need crybabies and wusses and people that want to live off the government and pussies, men and women, pussies that can't handle reality so they hide in a basement, they hide behind a TV, they hide behind a computer, they hide behind a phone, they hide behind a tablet, they hide behind something that provides them some level of protection from the cold, callous, mean people who want to hurt them by telling them what reality actually is. No, I don't want to deal with that. So these are the people that will gladly sell their soul for Samsung's 6th generation digital immersive reality that we talked about last night on the show Ready Player None I'm not cold and I'm not callous and I'm not indifferent it should be very obvious that I'm 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 very differential I care about you as a listener if I didn't care I wouldn't be doing this show sure part of it is because i care about radio i enjoy it part of it's because I care about myself and when i learn something i make notes i'm like yeah i really want to i want to do a show on that i want to help people and i can't tell you the number of people over the years thousands that i've helped with food or whatever and you know i i just i I'm, I'm, I was driving in my car this morning or really technically yesterday morning And I I was thinking, well, what could I name the show tomorrow? Because I already knew what I was going to do. I'll tell you what that is in a second for tonight's show. And I was thinking, you know, I want to sit there and I want to go through. I want to actually read the conclusions and the abstracts and the discussions in all of the medical studies, all the science studies. Science is real for wearing or not wearing a mask. And so I came up with this name for tonight's show, To Mask or Not to Mask. And then I started thinking of a subtitle. I thought, what would be a good subtitle to that? To Mask or Not to Mask? It shouldn't be to mask or not to mask. That is the question. To mask or not to mask. That is the fear. I thought about that. And then I was trying to decide between either we can't handle the truth or you can't handle the science. And I, I, the last one stuck with me. You can't handle the science, And that's what is irritating to me. Somehow I come off cold and indifferent to Claudia and some other listeners because I'm not going to kiss your ass. I'm not going to rub oil on your feet. You know, I'm not going to placate you, sugarcoat things. I'm a real person, and I will get in your face in public if you tell me that I'm wrong. I know this can be used against me, but I really do not take well to being told that I'm wrong when I know that I'm right. And damn to hell those arguments of, well, some, everything is relative and subjective. Well, you could argue that, but you'd be wrong. Not everything is, is relative and subjective. When you have documented proof of something, it's not relative anymore, asshole. It's factual. What you do with the information could be relative. You know, you could view it as relative, but you you can take a fact and turn it into your opinion, but that doesn't turn a fact into an opinion. A fact remains a fact. You, You can't take an opinion and turn it into a fact because you deal, with, you look at a real fact, and you can't, you can't handle the, t- the, the truth. You can't handle the science. You can't handle the fact. So you turn it into, well, that's just your opinion. No, asshole, it's not my opinion. It is a fact. It is a fact. And you know who I have these conversations with? And this is a small percent of people. I have these conversations with the people that yell in my face, literally or figuratively, about how science is real. Well, if science is so real, why don't you go read the scientific journals and reports? I sat here today in studio and out and about. I read through like 10 thick. Listen to this. These are this is probably five to ten dollars worth of printing here of all the mask studies that have been conducted since like 2008. And people tell me, you no, th- that's just your opinion. No, it's not my opinion. It's a fact. And if you don't like it, sure, you can say you're cold and callous. You know what I think? And I'm not talking to Claudia who sent me that email. I think the people who don't want to have that discussion because they're a pussy, I think they're cold and I think they're indifferent and I think they're afraid and I think they're traumatized and I think they are callous. And I think if you're not ready to take the lead, then get behind someone who is taking the lead. And that's what we need more than anything. We need people to take the lead. Take the lead. We need leadership. That's what's important. If we don't have leadership, people just run around. It's chaos. People are confused. Don't know what to do. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. i want to go through these mask studies tonight. Might be boring to some of you, but when I'm done with this, you can send this show to your friends, family. I'll send you the links. I I got a whole email I can just forward you. With all the links, I even went through and I pulled out the information that was important, copied it, and pasted it into the email. So you got the link to the original source and you have the conclusive material. Don't have to trust what I'm saying. You can listen to the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, June 1st, 2020. Mask Facts. And they just shred any argument for wearing a mask. You don't want to hear it, well, then go back into the basement, pull your phone up, you know. Turn one of those stupid Comedy Central shows on. This is reality not your immersive sixth-generation matrix. This is The Secret Teachings, and we'll be back.
1: This is The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, To share information and your opinion or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page at facebook.com slash teachings, or our website thesecretteachings.info.
0: Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info Click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Alex. Hi, I'm Alex Exum, and you're listening to KTLK The Fringe FM.
1: The Secret Teachings t-shirts are now available through TeePublic and the show website at thesecretteachings.info. Whatever your color or size, check out the full selection on our website. Shirt designs include the Secret Teachings logo, our Occult Arcana shirt, the infamous Mothman, and of course the Blue Chicken Avian shirts, among others like the Paranormal Desert shirt. Check them out on TeePublic by searching for The Secret Teachings or simply visit the secretteachings.info and select the merchandise option at the top of the page. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry, check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy all three of these books are available in soft cover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Truth is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The French FM. This is John B. Wells of Caravan to Midnight, which you can find at caravantomidnight.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings.
0: Alright, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM, Monday through Friday. An old episode of The Secret Teachings will air right after this show, so don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to The Fringe. You can, of course, find our archive on our website, thesecretteachings.info. I also put up all the links for anything we talk about on the website in the top news section, including this story from Broward County. Florida, Broward County, emergency order mandates people wear facial coverings inside their own homes. You know that when a county or when a state or when the federal government, when they write something, you know, it's all based on legal jargon. I want to point out some patterns to you tonight and some words to you tonight that are empowering. It gives you the power, if you had a radio show, to do exactly what I do. doesn't make me special. It's just common sense. Watch. I want to give you an example here. Broward County Emergency Order mandates people wear facial coverings inside their own home. Okay, well that sounds pretty definitive, doesn't it? Section 4A of the emergency order states the following, quote, All persons who reside on any residential property, whether single-family or multifamily, and irrespective of whether they own or rent the property, must ensure that all persons on the residential property, including guests, comply with all applicable guidelines of any Broward County emergency order, including the facial covering requirements. End quote. It proceeds... Quote, residents who fail to ensure compliance with all applicable Broward County emergency orders by such person shall be subjected to the penalties set forth in Section 856 of the Broward County Code of Ordinances with each person present and in violation of an applicable emergency order constituting a separate violation. Now, if you paid attention to what I just read you, or if you go look this up for yourself, you'll notice that they used the same word three times in this Section 4A of the emergency order in Broward County, Florida. For extra credit, what word did they use three times? That's right, they used the word applicable three times. If it is applicable, including guests comply with all applicable guidelines of any Broward County emergency order. Residents who fail to ensure compliance with all applicable Broward County emergency orders. Each person present and in violation of any applicable emergency order constituting a separate violation. So, there are those words, if it's applicable. Let's define the word applicable, shall we? If something is applicable, does it apply? Is it appropriate? Is it relevant? Well, If your grandma lives in Broward County and your grandma is on oxygen and your grandma is having trouble breathing, then no. To grandma, it's not applicable. But what happens here is they just put out a news release that says it is an emergency order. You must wear a facial covering in your own home. Grandma probably freaks out too. You have to explain to grandma, look, grandma, it's only... Applicable situations. In other words, what this means is that it's not enforceable, it's not legal, it's not lawful, it's a strongly worded recommendation. The only reason people do it is because they're afraid and because they think that they're helping and they listen to what authorities tell them. One word is important here, compliance. You comply with it, you serve it. You served it. You are property. You are cattle. You are slave, enslaved. You're complying with something that you don't have to comply with. I don't think it's really that hard to understand that applicable, If it's relevant or appropriate, it's not appropriate for grandma who can't breathe to be wearing a face mask in her home, you morons. Ryan's yelling at his audience. No, I'm not yelling at my audience. I'm yelling for my audience. You should be as upset as I am. You should be fired up like I am. I'm not even angry. I'm not an angry person. I'm a a generally happy to neutral person. What I don't like... Is when I see people taken advantage of. I don't like it when people are being lied to and people are terrified and afraid. I don't like that. I've come to realize that my role in life through radio is a leadership role. Ever since I was a kid, I'm always looking around for other people. Well, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? But you realize after a while, well, I guess nobody else knows what to do, just a few. So if that means I have to step up and take a bullet first, I'll step up and take a bullet first, figuratively, literally, whatever the case might be. If it is applicable, relevant or appropriate, you might be the only person in Broward County. I don't know if we have any any listeners in Broward County, but you might be the only person in Broward County not wearing a mask if they say something to you. At your apartment complex, and this goes for anybody living anywhere else in the United States. If they say something to you at your apartment complex or you're renting a house or a duplex, print out a copy of the emergency order and and then highlight where it says applicable, applicable, applicable. It's not something that can be enforced. It's not something that can be upheld if it is enforced. It's as simple as it doesn't take any more thought. To figure this out, if it is applicable, 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 it is compliance. You comply, but for most people, it's not something that that applies. So you don't have to comply. It's as simple as that. Read the laws. Read the executive orders. Read the mandates. Don't just take local or national news. Listen to what they say. Read the headline and think, oh, my God, if I don't wear the mask, they're going to put me in jail. They might put you in jail. But if you know your rights and you can acquire a legal aid, you're not going to stay in jail for very long. Plus, how many people have been rounded up and put in jail? How many people have been fined for this? As far as I know. Zero, zero. Why? Because they don't have the authority, and because most police will not arrest you or fine you for doing that. I had a listener send me this too. This is from Indiana, Fort Wayne, Indiana, June 21st. Customers who don't wear masks and stay at stores can be arrested. Can be arrested. See, there's an interesting word. It doesn't say will be arrested. It says can be arrested. Well, you can be arrested for anything. If this headline could read customers who don't wear a mask and pull their pants down in the store, can be arrested. Customers who don't wear a mask and steal, can be arrested. It doesn't say will be arrested. It says can be arrested. This stuff is elementary. It's elementary. The article here from Channel 15, I believe it says CBS News. Indiana, Fort Wayne. Police, customers who don't wear masks and say that stores can be arrested. Guests to stores that require customers to wear masks must comply with the mandate or leave or face a criminal charge. Fort Wayne police said on Tuesday, yesterday, that if officers are called to a store on a report of a customer who has refused to wear a mask inside a store with a mask policy, the officer will ask the person to leave the store, just like the staff would ask the customer to leave the store. If they continue to refuse, they will be arrested for trespassing, police said. Trespassing is a class A misdemeanor punishable by up to one year of imprisonment and a fine of up to $5,000. I am, I got to be honest with you, I am so sick and goddamn tired of listening to people who don't read a goddamn thing and who don't pay attention to a goddamn thing. Tell me you can be fined for not wearing a mask. You can go to jail for not wearing a mask. Businesses can be fined if you're not wearing a mask in their business, even if it's not their fault. You know what? As a leader, shut your mouth. You don't know anything about anything. Shut up and sit down. Let me explain to you what the actual law is. Someone told me this the other day. You could be fined $1,000. And I said, well, how would I be fined $1,000? Well, it's the new law. So I looked up the new law. It's not a law. It's an extension of an executive order, and it's an addition to, to New York State Health Code here in New York State. You know what it says? The opposite of what they told me. It actually says, and I'll read it to you in a little bit. It actually says under the Americans with Disabilities Act, you can't force anybody to wear a mask. That's what I've been saying since this whole thing began. We had Rick Martin from the Constitutional Law Group on just a couple of days ago to say the exact same thing magical how people file some lawsuits and then suddenly the governor has to legally insert that into the executive order to cover his ass, isn't it? But if you don't read the executive order and you listen to what the news says, the news will tell you, trespassing is a class A misdemeanor punishable by up to one year of imprisonment and a fine of up to $5,000. Okay, a fine of up to $5,000. It might be $20. It is a class A misdemeanor. It's not a felony offense And all of that is a worst-case scenario. You know who's going to be fined for that? You know who's going to be jailed? The moron who's not wearing a mask who doesn't know why they're not wearing a mask, and doesn't know their rights, and they're going to yell and they're going to scream, I have rights, Constitution! And they're going to make everybody else look like an idiot because they're a moron. That's what it is. That's the person that's going to be arrested. They're going to grab stuff and throw it on the floor. They're going to spit on people. They're going to attack staff. And then they're going to have their ass arrested. And then it's going to say, man, without wearing a mask, went into a store, refused to leave, gets arrested. This could happen to you too. I'm so sick of the propaganda. I'm so sick of the manipulation. I'm so sick of people that are just so willing. They love it. They just sit there and they grovel to it. They want to be a slave. They want to be in chains. Why? Why? Do, why? Are you that weak that you want to be a slave to something or somebody? Why? Why are you so weak? If you want to be a slave, be a slave. you want to be enslaved, be enslaved. Don't pull the rest of us with you, so this article here from Fort Wayne, Indiana this is actually sent to me by a uh, Jolene Robinson. Some of you might remember Jolene Robinson, her husband Ira. We used to do shows together on an old radio network with one Heather Wade, whatever the hell that is. Fort Wayne police were called to a store on Tuesday yesterday. a guy didn't leave the store. Well, it said in the article, they were called to a store on a report of a customer who has refused to wear a mask inside a store with a mask policy. The officer will ask the person to leave the store. Well, that's the same thing that the customer is going to be asked by the staff. Could you leave the store? It doesn't say that the SWAT team came and they said, where is he at? he's, he's He's over there in the frozen foods. And then they swarm the frozen foods aisle. They've got guys coming down from the rafters. And they hogtie the guy without a mask on. Now, the cops come in and they're thinking, Jesus Christ, would you just wear the mask so we don't have to listen to these morons? Or the cops are going to come in and they're going to look at you and they're going to say, can you leave the store? I've been asked to leave stores. I've never been arrested. In fact, I was asked to leave a Wegmans and I said, actually, your sign is not even accurate in relation to the executive order in the state of New York. And you cannot kick me out. You cannot refuse me service because I have a medical condition, which doesn't mean that I have a limp or that I can't breathe. A medical condition is I can't tolerate a mask. Totally and absolutely subjective. It's relative. You know what subjective and relative mean? Subjective and relative mean there is a legal loophole for governors and for commissioners and for anybody else who passes a law or an ordinance or implies that it's a law or an emergency order, none of which are applicable to anyone at any time unless you comply to it. So Walmart... Walmart was very, very happy to comply with the narrative. And people are praising Walmart now. Walmart stands its ground on the, on the war on masks. No, no, no. It's not a war on masks. I wasn't born with a mask on my face. So it's a war on the face, not a war on the masks. So Walmart stands its ground on the war on the masks. <sighs> what does that mean? Walmart, apparently, they're getting all this praise because Walmart stood up and said, you people not wearing a mask, you can't come into our stores. Well, I guess Walmart's the only place I'd probably want to wear a mask because those stores are so disgusting and filthy. They're just just piles and piles of trash on shelves. 95% of that store has to be from China. It's just horrific. Walmart's are disgusting. Disgusting cesspits. And even if you only shop at a Walmart, I guarantee you, anyone that shops at a Walmart and that's their only option, they probably agree with me. It's disgusting. So Walmart, you know, because Walmart cares about their employees so much, Walmart stood their ground. You know what Walmart did? Well, it says here in Georgia from Yahoo News. On the literal hottest day of the year, an afternoon when car thermometers hit triple digits and air conditioners across the South waned, a chipper young greeter outside a Walmart. Oh, a chipper young greeter. You mean like the retarded people that they hire so they can get tax breaks? Yeah, that chipper young person. Chipper young greeter outside a Walmart in North Georgia welcomed in a steady stream of mask-wearing customers. Yay, they conformed. You know what I see? I see literally a gauntlet of cattle just all the way to the slaughterhouse. And the chipper young greeter outside's got a cattle prod and when a cow starts to turn around they they shock them. They got the retard with the cattle wand just shocking them when they come in. And and retard is the appropriate word by the way. A lot of these businesses do that. Wegmans does it. Publix, Publix is notorious for it. Like 70% of public staff looks like they're retarded. You know why? Because they literally hire retarded people so they can tell you, oh, we care about retarded people. No, you care about getting a tax break and trying to make people in the community feel good about Publix. Because you've got bright lights, everybody wears a green vest, you've got 700 ingredients in your cupcake icing, and you have retarded people bagging my groceries. It's not for me. It's not for the community. It's for you, so you can get a tax break, you scumbag pieces of trash. Publix, Wagmans, Walmart, they all do it. Helping hands. You think Walmart or Wagmans or Publix gives a shit about any of those people? They don't even care about you as a customer. They don't care about their own employees. Publix might care, Wagmans might care more than Walmart, but... Target doesn't give a, give a damn about their employees. I can tell you that I worked at the Target for like two and a half, three years. You could not show up to work. They don't care if you're dead. They'll just hire another person. They don't care. Yeah, so they hire the young, the young he's a chipper greeter. He's chipper. He's excited to be at Walmart. Oh my god, I'm making eleven twenty five an hour. Jesus Christ. Monday marked the first day of Walmart's nationwide mass decree. Here's their mask decree. No mask, no service. Okay, well, then Yahoo News asks, how would that go over in Georgia, a state whose governor has not only shot down mask mandates, but filed a lawsuit against them? That was the quest, and it began quietly. So this chipper young greeter, I'm a retard making $11.25 an hour. I love Walmart, said, only one person complained. She stood over there, yelling and carrying on that she shouldn't have to wear a mask just to do her shopping. So what happened? She put on a mask and went inside, said the young chipper greeter. Except he probably said, she put on a mask and went inside. I got power over her, yeah. You know, this guy's got a small dick, and this is all he gets off on, her forcing people to wear a mask to go into a store. That's right, I said it. Small, teeny, tiny little dick that he's got to compensate for you know or a woman with no self-esteem whatsoever so she gets power over making other people do things especially women i'm just saying what everybody else is thinking and i'm just saying what is reality so here's the deal with walmart check this out walmart they put up this sign and you can you can look at a picture of the sign online i posted the article on the website It says Walmart requires face coverings for all customers, associates, and others while visiting our stores. Well, that's not a new sign. That's the same damn sign they've been using since the beginning, some variation thereof. So the article that Walmart, you know, lawyers and marketers, they make sure they get the public relations team, they get this out here. Walmart's a hero. We've got retarded people working at the greeting door, and they're chipper. That's that's the qualification to work. You gotta be chipper. You gotta be happy. You gotta get off and you know, you gotta be able to get off on making other people do what you tell them to do. So Walmart puts out this sign and it's in the news and it says Walmart requires face coverings. And and everybody gets the news gets excited, all the people that go in there, everybody's cheering. Yeah, face coverings, yeah, I can't breathe. Yeah, I'm I'm saving people. Walmart requires face coverings for all customers, associates, and Others while visiting the store. Great, so Walmart requires this. You would think that this is like some victory for the pro mask people. What, what the hell's a pro mask person? This is another thing that's coming about. Pro mask? Are you anti mask? You pro mask? Dude, I'm not any of those things. I'm you do what you want to do, and I'm going to do what I want to do. That's it. I'm not anti or pro anything. However, if you get a magnifying glass and you zoom in. Zoop, And you look at the fine print. It says, nose and mouth must be covered with mask or cloth. Example, bandana, totally worthless. Scarf, perhaps more worthless. Homemade mask, dangerous. Exceptions apply. Wait a minute. Exceptions apply. Wait a minute. Should I rewind that again? Exceptions apply for infants and young children and those with certain health issues. Huh, that's in Georgia. Now, let me read you on July 9th, Enforcement of Social Distancing Measures, pursuant to the authority vested in the Commissioner of Health by Section 201 and Section 206 of the Public Health Law for the State of New York. Totally different state than Georgia. And Executive Order 202. Point one four Title Ten Health of the official compla- uh, compilation of codes, rules, and regulations of the State of New York is amended by remaining, renaming Part six six and adding a new subpart six six three to be effective upon filing with the Secretary of State to read as follows. The title of Part six six is amended as follows: Immunizations and Communicable Diseases, and it goes on to explain, in the State Health Code, what they require of you, and it tells you. Face coverings. Any person who is over age two and able to medically tolerate a face covering shall be required to cover their nose and mouth with a mask or face covering when in a public place and unable to maintain or when not maintaining social distance. All right, I'm going to read you what Walmart's sign says. Walmart requires face coverings for all customers, associates, and others while visiting our stores. Nose and mouth must be covered with a mask or cloth, bandana, scarf, homemade mask, all things that are irrelevant, totally useless, and dangerous. But exceptions apply for infants and young children with certain uh, health issues. If you have certain health issues, uh, you know, you're also exempt. Now, isn't that interesting? That's in that's a Walmart in Georgia. This is executive order and a health. Official compilation of health codes, rules, regulations for the state of New York. Here's what it says. Business operators and building owners and those authorized on their behalf shall deny admittance to any person who fails to comply with this section and shall require or compel such person's removal. Remember, just like our friend Jolene Robinson sent us this article. Guests to stores that require customers to wear masks must comply with the mandate or leave or face a criminal charge. Okay, same thing with this executive order in New York. Business operators, building owners, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, shall deny admittance to any person who fails to comply with this section and shall require or compel such person's removal. Interesting. Because the next sentence says, provided, however... That this regulation shall be applied in a manner consistent with the Federal American with Disabilities Act, New York State, or New York City human rights law, and any other applicable provision of law. I feel like Jim Carrey in Liar Liar, he fades back. And that's the game. No more questions, Your Honor. Maybe I'm just too excited here. Let me slow it down. In Georgia, Walmart requires face coverings for all customers. They're being applauded for this all over the country. It's nationwide. You must wear a mask to enter here. They've got people at the front door who are chipper and excited, and they're telling people, if you don't have a mask, you cannot come in. And in Georgia, a woman was told she can't come in, and they said she was screaming about her rights. Well, she apparently doesn't know her rights because her rights are constitutional They are natural, they are common, and they are federal. From the Constitution to the ADA. Those are the rights. And then Walmart puts on the sign, if you zoom in, exceptions apply for those with certain health issues. Walmart has done nothing new. They've just issued a nationwide Mandate. You have to wear it to enter. However, Walmart is still subject to federal law. Walmarts are operating within the United States of America. Walmart cannot kick you out for not wearing a mask. If they do, contrary to having the police called on you, so far as you aren't becoming violent and screaming and all that, and they say no, well, just continue to walk in. If they touch you, well, Get a lawyer and you're going to own Walmart. But if they don't touch you and they harass you, harass you, harass you, you, call the police and tell them, I have a medical condition. I am being asked to leave because of my medical condition. And you do not have to tell them what that medical condition is. And it could be something to say. You don't don't have to lie about it. Hell, 90% of of the world has anxiety. Anxiety is even listed in some state and local orders for masks as being one of the reasons why you don't have to wear a mask. And if you have anxiety, almost everybody has anxiety. I have anxiety talking about it right now. You probably have anxiety listening to me about it. So Walmart and the state of New York and all other businesses, when they say, except those with certain health issues, that is a loophole. And that is proof, whether it's at a corporate level or if it's at a state level or a federal level, they cannot force you to do it. And most of the people that are enforcing it, like this chipper young Walmart greeter, knows less of the law than the woman screaming at this young chipper greeter telling him that she has rights, that she apparently doesn't know Or they misquoted her in the article, which I'm sure it's a combination of both. You have to be a leader. And you have to tell them, no, I don't have to tell you my medical condition. Your sign says certain health issues are exempt. I have a health issue. In fact, I have multiple health issues. I have anxiety. I have tachycardia. I've got low blood pressure. You know? I'm I'm working with helping hands. I'm retarded. So that's also a medical condition. All the helping hands people shouldn't have to wear masks either. In fact, autism is one of the things that's protected under the ADA, too. If you got autism, hell, I, I, I've got autism, if you can't tell. I'm not wearing a mask. Hell, I go to bed most nights, I'm half naked. Most people go to bed, they're half naked, right? Or they're completely naked. They don't want clothes on me, laying there. How, how many how many morons go to bed with a mask on? I guarantee you, I guarantee you there is a group of people in this country that literally go to bed every night with a mask on and who have had sexual intercourse with one or multiple partners while wearing a mask. and I can tell you what that is the funniest way to end the first hour tonight. You know, Remember Jeff Foxworthy, you might be a redneck if you might, you might be able to work for helping hands if you've had sexual intercourse while wearing a mask. You might be retarded if you slept all night with a mask on, unless you've got sleep apnea and you have a different kind of mask. Stop being compliant. They can't force you to do anything, especially in America. The government didn't give you the rights. Know what they are. If you need help, just message me, rdgable at yahoo.com. I will send you all of it. And if I don't have it, I'll look it up and I'll get the information for you. It's really that simple. But you have to be a leader. You can't comply. You can't capitulate. You can't back down to the chipper Walmart greeter. Just tell the chipper Walmart greeter, no, I don't have to. I have a medical condition. If you're able to read, can you read? Well, it says it on your sign right here. I'm exempt. So move out of the way. I'm going to go buy some Chinese products. Just You have to be a leader, or at least you have to have the will to fight. And if you don't, you want to wear a mask, I, I don't. I don't care. I don't care if you wear a mask. I'm just telling you what you have the right to do and what you have the right not to do, which is, well, you have a right not to listen to what other people are telling you when they're violating your rights. Your rights end where other people's rights begin. I'll tell you about all the mask studies when we come back from break. There's a lot of them lot of them. I'm going to read through this stuff with you right here on the show. rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, www.thesecretteachings.info. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM.
1: listening to the secret teachings with your host ryan gable to contact ryan email rd at yahoo.com a woman in politics is like a donkey doing calculus
0: come on there are plenty of amazing women politicians name one uh senator hillary rodham clinton
1: awful how is she awful hates freedom
0: Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page, and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM.
1: They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was cause of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. Hi, Jeremy Scott here from Into the Paranormal, and I'm back live Saturdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on The Fringe FM. Now you're infecting my memory with your memory, and I can't even remember my own life correctly. Yeah. I think you are remembering okay, it, guys. Remember, It was a yeah, pretty good it, fit. Guys, go, no, we no can, can we not do this? Can we not start messing with each other's memories, OK? Distorting facts, it, like, basically changes history. You know, it's like fake news. You know, and then all of a sudden, nobody knows what the truth is, and facts don't matter. Guys, it's a slippery slope.
0: Alex X- Hi, I'm Alex Exum, and you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM.
1: Understand the procedure now Just stop a few of their machines and radios and telephones and lawnmowers Throw them into darkness for a few hours and then Sit back and watch the pattern and this pattern is always the same with few variations They pick the most dangerous enemy they can find and it's themselves All we need do is sit back and watch Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
0: I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. You can find us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday right here on The Fringe FM, thefringe.fm. I don't know if anybody else caught it, if anybody else saw the pattern, but when Walmart required all of their customers to wear masks, they have these signs that they put outside, and it says Walmart requires face coverings for all customers, associates, and others while visiting the store. Really, Walmart, because I don't need glasses. I I can read the fine print underneath where it says exceptions apply for infants and young children and those with certain health issues. And that particular sign that I'm reading, Walmart requires face coverings, except for those with certain health conditions and infants and young children. That's from Georgia. Now, I'll turn your attention to New York executive order and health code. I'll give you the code if you want to look it up. You could just type in Enforcement of Social Distancing Measures New York, July 9th, 2020. It's Section 201 and Section 206 of the Public Health Law and Executive Order 202.14 Title 10, Health of the Official Compilation of Codes, Rules, and Regulations of the State of New York. And they tell you the same thing Walmart tells you. You must wear a facial covering, and they tell you directly, business operators and business owners, building owners, anybody who has a business, who owns a building, something that's public, and anyone authorized on their behalf, shall deny admittance. They can tell you, get out. You can't be here without a mask. You know what shall means? Shall we look up the word? Shall is defined as a strong assertion or intention. Well, they can assert, but they can't force you to do it. And it actually says, this is from New York, the New York State website for health. It says, they shall deny you admittance, but, however, provided... That this regulation shall be applied in a manner consistent with the federal American with Disabilities Act, which means you've got a heart condition, a lung condition, you have trouble walking, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, whatever, Crohn's disease, anxiety, New York State or New York City human rights law, and any other applicable provision of law. In other words, you're totally exempt, but they can assert strongly that you wear one. Now, the reason I bring this up and the reason that Walmart has the same sign that New York State health code, regulation, rules, policies, and the executive order signed by Cuomo with the pierce nibbles, the reason that these two things are identical is because there is a federal guideline. There is a federal law. There is a law of the land. And there are laws in states even. You can't force someone to do it. The handful of people that get the police called on them are people that are causing a big scene. Screaming, yelling, i got my rights. You don't even, you, you, people that say, I've got my rights, and they don't know how to express it, you don't know your rights. And that means you don't have your rights. Because other people don't know them, and they're not going to respect them. You have to know what they are. And they're really simple. You're not going to force me to do something that's harmful to me. Period. You might think, well, how's a, how's a face mask harmful? Well, I went ahead and I did the, do, uh, the due diligence. I did the work. I pulled every mask study that I could find. I've got one, two, three, four. Count the mask studies with me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Looks like eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, can we get a dozen? Can we get a dozen? Are there a dozen? A dozen. I've got, I've got a dozen mask studies right here, literally a dozen mask studies on my desk, and I'd like to share them with you now. Because people keep telling me, you don't have any evidence or proof that masks don't work. And I keep telling them, you have no evidence that they do work, so I'm not wearing one. Plus, there are legitimate reasons why people can't wear a mask the entire day. And the longer these people are wearing masks and I'm having these arguments with them, the less oxygen they're getting to their brain and the dumber they're getting. So it's even harder to argue with them. It's even harder to debate with them. It's harder to debate with someone who just says, you're an asshole when I can sit here with 12 mask studies and prove them wrong. Yeah, but Fauci didn't. I don't care what Fauci said. Fauci is a criminal. Fauci should be in jail. He's an authority. Well, what about the authors of these 12 studies? Aren't they authorities? Virology, immunology, epidemiology, from Hong Kong to Australia to the United States to Canada, all over the world. Are these scientists not scientists because they disagree with Fauci? It's pathetic. Just give me a break. It's really pathetic. So here's the first one. Mask Facts. June 1st, 2020, AAP. Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. I'm going to read you what the study says. We're going to spend most of the rest of the show tonight. Just I'm going to read you the study so it's not just me saying, well, there's a study. These are the studies. I've got hard copies. I've got links. You can print them out yourself, or at the very least, you can send the links to others. I've got it all in a nice email. I've got to update it with a new study that just came out a couple of weeks ago. I didn't have that in my email, but I'm going to put that in there, and I can send it to you. rdgable.yahoo.com. at Yahoo.com. Mask Facts. Here's a section entitled Droplets. Virus is transmitted through respiratory droplets produced when an infected person coughs, sneezes, or talks. Larger respiratory droplets remain in the air for only a short time and travel only short distances, generally less than one meter. They fall to the ground quickly. Now, remember we read the emergency order from Broward County, Florida in the last segment, and it's, uh, Emergency order, Section 4A, that uses a word three times that's very interesting. It says that all persons who reside on any residential property, whether single family or multifamily, etc., 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 including guests, comply with all applicable guidelines of any Broward County emergency order. Residents who fail to ensure compliance with all applicable guidelines. Broward County emergency orders, etc., 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 each person present and in violation of an applicable emergency order constituting a separate violation. In other words, if it's applicable, meaning that if it applies to you and it doesn't apply to anybody unless you comply to it, that's the truth. And this time when I use the word truth, I'm not speaking subjectively. It is the truth. Period. Doesn't apply to you. Doesn't apply to anybody unless you comply to it. So, the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, they say that large respiratory droplets remain in the air for only a short time and travel only short distances. This idea guides the CDC's advice to maintain at least six foot distance. Okay, so This is from the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. Large respiratory droplets remain in the air for only a short time and travel only short distances. Now, even though that's the mainline scientific, mainline medical theory, they then tell us, and they've got links to the New England Journal of Medicine, the Lancet. These are prestigious medical journals where they're getting this information from. The Lancet for large respiratory droplets remaining in the air for a short period of time. And the CDC's advice to maintain six-foot uh, social distancing. Virus-laden, small aerosolized droplets can remain in the air for at least three hours and travel long distances. New England Journal of Medicine. And they say it's this idea that guides the CDC's advice to maintain at least six-foot distance. Just like applicable This is a scientific report from The Lancet and another one from the New England Journal of Medicine, and they used the word idea. They didn't say this fact, this scientific evidence. They said this idea. Well, hell, I have an idea contrary to that idea. Should I now be published in The Lancet, or should I be published in the NEJM? How about the BMJ? It's an idea. They don't know for sure. They don't know for certain. We proceed through this article, Mask Facts, June 1st, 2020, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. This is what it says. The N95 mask, right? This is the one that's supposed to be really efficient, really effective at limiting the intake and the exit of potentially dangerous pathogenic forms. So it says N95, a properly fitted N95, will block 95% of tiny air particles down to 0.3, that's 0.3 micrometers from reaching the wearer's face. Now, for that to occur... You have to have it properly fit to your face. Virtually nobody is properly fitting any mask, let alone an N95, to their face. Under any circumstance, and they actually document that here in the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons report, and they reference a Singapore study that show a small percentage, like 12%, was 90 out of 714 people wear their masks appropriately. Just a small percentage. Filter efficiency and fit. Data from a University of Illinois at Chicago Review. But even these have problems. When you have an N95 wearing it, Appropriately or not appropriately, even these have problems. Many have exhalation valves for easier breathing and less moisture inside the mask. The reason it blocks 95% of tiny air particles is because it restricts oxygen flow. So yeah, less gets in. And most of these have valves on them to make breathing easier. You're going to make breathing easier. You're going to have to let more oxygen in. And of course, moisture is going to build up in the mask the tighter of a fit it is. You ever wore a scuba mask? Right? You know what happens? It gets all foggy, fogs up. Well, that's happening in the material, except the material is getting wet. Surgical masks are designed to protect patients from a surgeon's respiratory droplets. People always say, I say always, well, people are now saying since 2020 began, well, why do surgeons wear medical masks? Because they're cutting open the human body, you moron. You're going out to buy a a DVD or you're going to buy a, a box of cereal. You're not performing open heart surgery. And if that's your argument anyway, well, I'm doing what a doctor would do in an operating room, you're still not doing what a doctor would do in an operating room because I've been sitting here talking to you for 20 minutes and arguing with you and you haven't washed your hands one time. So no, you're not doing what a doctor would do. Besides, you came to the grocery store. You're not operating on a patient. Somebody didn't get impaled by a pole and you have to remove the pole. You're not performing transplant surgery heart valve replacement, an appendectomy. You're not, you're not performing a hysterectomy. You're not performing a pap smear. You're not performing an STD test. You're buying a box of granola. You're buying a soda at the gas station. You don't need to wear a medical mask. You're not performing open-heart surgery. Jesus Christ, surgical masks are designed to protect patients from a surgeon's respiratory droplets. You're not a surgeon. Take the mask off. And they aren't effective at blocking particles smaller than 100 micrometers. Filter efficiency was measured across a wide range of small particle sizes, 0.02 to 1.02 to 1 micrometer. All of the cloth masks and materials had near zero efficiency. That's what it says. Mask Facts, June 1st, 2020, AAP, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, all of the cloth masks and materials had near zero efficiency, zero, zero, zero efficiency at 0.3 micrometers, a particle size that easily penetrates into the lungs. They're worthless. Cloth masks are worthless. So, in conclusion... Wearing masks will not. Notice, they didn't say it's an idea. They didn't say applicable. They said wearing masks will not, will not reduce SARS-CoV-19. SARS-CoV-2, it will not, will not, will not. Let me read it again. Conclusion. Wearing masks will not reduce SARS-CoV-2. Jordan fades back, and that's the game. No more questions, your honor. People want to debate me on this. They want to debate you on this. You're going to lose the debate. There's nothing to debate. This is the science. Further conclusion. Cloth masks will be ineffective at preventing sars COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 transmission, whether worn as a source control or as personal protective equipment, PPE. N95 masks protect healthcare workers but are not recommended for source control transmission. Surgical masks are better than cloth masks, so that means cloth masks are virtually 0% effective. I quote, All of the cloth masks and materials had near zero efficiency. Zero efficiency. Surgical masks are a little bit better, but not very efficient at preventing emissions from infected patients. Worthless. 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 The first randomized controlled trial of cloth masks, British Medical Journal. That's the first study that I pulled up. They've got a link to it here on the AAP website, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. Here's what they determined. I've got a copy of it here too. Penetration of cloth masks by particles was 97%. 97%. You put up a cloth over your mouth, 97% is getting out, 97% is getting in. If I gave you... A glass of water, and then two glasses of water, and then a 100 glasses of water. And 97 of them were poisoned, and only three weren't poisoned. And you had to sit there and drink that water because you felt like you were dehydrated. You have a 97% chance of drinking poison. And only a 3% chance of drinking the clean water that will hydrate you. There are many things that you can do besides gamble like that and play Russian roulette. It's really mask roulette is what it is. A lot of other stuff that you can do like mm, wash your hands, don't smoke. A lot of other stuff that you can do that you can take responsibility. But now it's easier to wear a mask because the mask is the litmus test to determine who will stand With the Republic and who will stand with the new normal? 97% of particles got through. Wow, that's totally worthless. You're breathing into a dirty handkerchief. You might as well use a pair of underwear that have been soiled, it would probably be more effective. Penetration of cloth masks by particles was 97%, according to the British Medical Journal. Someone told me that was my opinion. I took the British Medical Journal, I shoved it into their face. That's just their opinion. Well, then who do you trust? Dr. Fauci! Dr. Fauci told me! What is this sick fantasy that people have with Dr. Fauci? The guy's a loser, he's a piece of shit. He's a liar, a scumbag, a fraud, and a traitor. The guy should be behind bars. And besides, if science is so consistent and science is so real, why did Fauci tell you originally not to wear a mask? Now he says wear a mask. And they're like, well, you don't have to wear a mask. He actually said this. You don't have to wear a mask as long as if you go on a Tinder date and you want to have sex with a random person, just make sure they're feeling okay before you go bang them. He said that in an interview. He didn't use the word bang. He just said, if you go have sex with a random person, just do it. And then they, they rated in some magazine, Dr. Fauci is one of the sexiest people in the, in the country or something. Now he's one of the evilest people in the country. I'm glad he's wearing a mask so I don't have to look at his disgusting face. A study of four patients in South Korea. Known patients infected with SARS-CoV-2 wore masks and coughed into a Petri dish. Both surgical and cotton masks seemed to be ineffective in preventing the dissemination of SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, from the coughs of patients with COVID-19 to the environment and external mask surface. They used the word seem to be ineffective because they can't find any evidence that it is effective. Singapore study, few people use masks correctly, 90 out of 714 people surveyed, 90 wear it correctly. What that tells you is, let's say I'm having a discussion with someone and they say, well, what if the mask could help just a little bit? Well, let's isolate how much a little bit really is. If you're wearing a cloth mask, it's zero percent. If you're wearing a t-shirt over your face, it's 0%. A handkerchief, 0%. A face shield, 0%. If you're wearing a 95, well, it increases your risk of acquiring a a breathing condition and having brain damage and headaches because you're not getting oxygen. So you're not going to breathe in the particles because it restricts the flow of oxygen. So you're going to get sick if you're wearing it properly. The average person, though, doesn't wear it properly. Meaning that not only are they more susceptible to getting sick, but the mask, once again, becomes virtually worthless because you're, if you go hold your breath when you go shopping, you can hold your breath for five, ten minutes to go and get a loaf of bread, a thing of milk, it's better than wearing a mask because you're not breathing at all. Unless you're walking with a full hazmat suit. So, conclusions from the AAP, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. A 2011 randomized Australian clinical trial of standard medical surgical masks. You know what it said? Medical masks offered no protection at all from influenza. They didn't even try to mince the words. They said medical masks. What did they do? Offered no protection. Really? Not even a little bit? At all from influenza. Medical masks offered no protection at all from influenza. This is COVID-19. Well, I've just read to you all of the other studies on COVID-19. They're all the same. They don't provide any kind of effective prevention. This is one report from the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. I'm just getting started. We're skipping this hour break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM, five nights a week. www.thesecretteachings.info is the website. Our archive is there. My books are there. When you subscribe, when you buy a book, it supports the show, it supports you, and it supports, perhaps more importantly, most importantly, besides you as a listener, it supports the network. Because without the network, we wouldn't be here. Without you, we wouldn't be here. Or I might be here, just nobody would be listening. Thefringe.fm got to support the Fringe FM just like you support the secret teachings. And I appreciate all that support. Primarily people buying books, subscribing, and sending me these these great emails all the time with your opinions. Just because I don't get back to you doesn't mean I'm not reading those emails. I am reading them, I promise you. Just don't always have time to respond. Because I have to go through a dozen studies on masks and read medical literature and try to learn new words because I don't understand all the medical jargon. Uh, I have to do this because... This is my job, so this is where I put in most of my time. Now, that was 2020, the AAP. 2020, that's this year. June 2020, just a month ago. That was published. June 1st. Let me take you through the rest of this. This is also 2020, February 2020. Effectiveness of N95 respirators versus surgical masks against influenza. A systematic review and meta analysis. This is 2020. Here's the abstract. The objective of this study, previous meta-analyses concluded that there was insufficient evidence to determine the effect of N95 respirators. We aim to assess the effectiveness of N95 respirators versus surgical masks for prevention of influenza by collecting randomized controlled trials, RCTs. The methods they used, they searched PubMed, EMBase, and the Cochrane Library for the inception from the inception to January 27, 2020, to identify relevant systematic reviews. The results, a total of six RCTs, randomized controlled trials, involving nine one seven one participants were included. There was no statistically significant difference in preventing laboratory-confirmed influenza, laboratory-confirmed respiratory viral infection, laboratory-confirmed respiratory infection, and influenza-like illness using N95 respirators and surgical masks. Meta-analysis indicated a protective effect of N95 respirators against laboratory-confirmed bacterial colonization. The only thing that they found In this study, from the Chinese Cochrane Center, West China Hospital, Sichuan University, and John Wiley & Sons, Australia LTD, all they found was that an N95 mask may provide some protection against bacterial colonization. They didn't even use the erroneous term infection. They said colonization. In all the cases, The results showed in all of these randomized controlled trials, the RCTs, no statistically significant differences in preventing laboratory-confirmed influenza, laboratory-confirmed respiratory viral infections, laboratory-confirmed respiratory infection, and influenza-like illness using N95 respirators and surgical masks. So, your cloth masks, your handkerchiefs, your shields, your T-shirts... All of that is worthless, totally useless, and dangerous, and dirty, and filthy, and gross. You say, let's have an N95. Well, maybe 10% of the people that wear N95s, or any mask for that matter, wears it properly. The reason that it kind of works a little bit is because it restricts your flow of oxygen. So, of course, less particles are being inhaled. And anything that's being exhaled is getting trapped in the mask. And you're breathing that back in. It creates a toxic environment that's been tested by OSHA-approved oxygen machines. It's a hazardous environment that you're breathing in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. People go lightheaded. People pass out. People have headaches. They have trouble seeing. You're not getting enough oxygen. That's if you wear it properly. If you're not wearing it properly, there's no point in wearing it. And if you're wearing it somewhere in between, properly or not properly, this study shows that of the six RCTs, six trials, one study, almost 10,000 participants, that's a lot of people, no significant difference statistically in preventing laboratory-confirmed influenza, respiratory viral infections, laboratory-confirmed respiratory infection, and influenza-like illness. The only thing they found was that N95 might... Protect against laboratory-confirmed bacterial colonization. Conclusion. The use of N95 respirators compared with surgical masks is not associated with a lower risk of laboratory-confirmed influenza. It suggests that N95 respirators should not be recommended to general public and non-high-risk medical staff. Those are not in close contact with influenza patients or suspected patients. The introduction to the article, I went through these articles, I went through these studies, and I highlighted not just the object of the study, the abstract, the results, and the conclusion, but I went through and I actually read the study myself, not just the headline, and I highlighted some pertinent parts. Here's a line from this study. Australia and China. That's who conducted this study. Not the Chinese government, but the Chinese Cochrane Center, West China Hospital, and the John Wiley and Sons Australia LTD. 2020, back in February. Although surgical masks cannot prevent inhalation of small airborne particles, both of them can protect users from large droplets and sprays. Now, you might quickly think, hmm, wait a minute, that's confusing, because they just said that the mask can protect against large droplets and sprays. Okay, well, let's go back to the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons and look at what the Lancet said. Large respiratory droplets remain in the air for only a short time and travel only short distances. Well, if that's the case, this is what they're basing the the CDC guidelines for six feet social distancing on. They call it an idea. It's just a theory. They have no evidence, real world or laboratory, that that is true. There have been studies conducted to show how far droplets travel when you sneeze, but they've never isolated anything in the droplets. It's implied that if a sneeze can project something 26 feet, then it can project the virus 26 feet. But if it's aerosolized, small airborne particles, the surgical masks aren't going to prevent inhalation anyway it's going to prevent large droplets and sprays and those large droplets and sprays they stay in the air for just a second and then they're gone according to the lancet anything else that stays airborne for up to three hours the masks they say do not protect you from those so you might as well just not wear the mask and if you feel a uh chew coming just cover your mouth Anything aerosolized, no one's going to breathe that in. This is why you wear the surgical mask when you're performing surgery. Because if you have some guy cut open and you're doing a bypass surgery, you got their stomach, their leg, their the their chest cut open. You know, you got brain surgery. You don't want to be cutting someone's intestines to pieces and go achoo. Should have had a mask. If you're in line at a grocery store, even if you go, achoo, unless you do it literally into the person's face, and even then it wouldn't really matter, there's no danger. That's what the medical, that's what, oh my God, that's what the scientific journals say. You see how frustrating this is? This is what the hashtag real science says. This isn't my opinion. I read the article. Just because you'd rather play Farmville... Or you'd rather play Candy Crush or whatever the kids are playing on their phone nowadays, or you'd rather watch some stupid Owl My Balls show from Idiocracy, doesn't mean that when I take the time to read these damn things, when I would rather be reading other books, and I have to print and I have to highlight and I have to take time to read these when I could be doing other stuff. You know, like Will Smith said in Independence Day, I could have been at a barbecue. I could have been at a barbecue, but no, I have to sit here and read these articles and these journals. I hate medical jargon. I hate legal jargon. I have to do it because other people refuse to, and somehow the people that refuse to have precedence in our society. So when the chipper Walmart greeter tells me, you got to wear a mask, sir, I'm with helping hands. I'm retarded. You have to wear a mask, sir. I tell them, shove it up your ass. I don't have to wear a mask. But you do, sir. It's the policy. Look at the sign. I'm looking at the sign. Are you blind, too? Look at the sign. It says I'm exempt. I'm going to call a manager. Call the manager. I'm going to call a lawyer. Call the manager. I'm going to call the police and tell them that you're refusing me service and I have a medical condition. That is illegal. Well, we can refuse service to anybody. Not if I am a protected class. Anyone who has a medical condition is a protected class. They are a protected person. That is federal law. End of discussion. Jordan fades back. And that's the game. It's over. You cannot debate it. If you do, you are a moron. Moron, you don't understand. Even when I take this and I shove it in their face and I say, read it, read it, read it. Most of these people apparently are illiterate, too. They can't read or write. The helping hands people can read and write better than the average person who screams at me in public for not wearing a mask. I'm pre- they yell from the corner, I'm protecting you, sir. No, you're not. You make yourself look like a freaking idiot. You're getting off on shaming other people. You might as well be in some BDSM dungeon getting tied up because that's what you look like. That's how it starts. I got to stop ranting because I'm not going to get to all this stuff. This is the same. I've got I've got 10 more of these. I'm I'm not going to get to all this. But Let me try to blow through this meta analysis with fixed effects model revealed that there was no statistically significant differences in preventing influenza using N95 respirators and surgical masks. Meta analysis with fixed effects model revealed that there was no statistical significant differences in preventing respiratory viral infection using N95 respirators and surgical masks. But wait, there's more. Meta-analysis with random effects model revealed that there were no statistically significant differences in preventing respiratory infection using N95 respirators and surgical masks in hospitals. Meta-analysis with random effects model revealed that there were no statistically significant differences in preventing influenza-like illness using N95 respirators and surgical masks for all the different things that were analyzed. That study 2020 Effectiveness of N95 Respirators versus Surgical Masks Against Influenza, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. Here is Clinical Infectious Diseases, the Infectious Diseases Society of America. Effectiveness of Masks and Respirators Against Respiratory Infection in Healthcare Workers, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. IDSA. This was published. 2017, the existing evidence is sparse and findings are inconsistent within and across studies that masks can prevent respiratory infection, that they provide any protection at all. Medical masks can help to protect users from large respiratory droplets. That's the same thing from the 2020 study. They vary in thickness and permeability and are not certified to protect users from airborne infection, meaning that you can stand six feet away or 26 feet away. When I sneeze and it comes over there and you think there's COVID in it, the mask doesn't protect you at all. That's what the science says. It doesn't protect you at all. And even if I sneeze in your face with large droplets, chew. have a mask or don't have a mask, it's not going to have any effect. We scroll through this. I had to print all these out. I could have been at a barbecue. Those wearing medical masks or N95 respirators throughout their work shift were significantly protected against nonspecific respiratory infection. However, assessment of clinical outcomes was self-reported and prone to bias as the intervention cannot be masked. Evidence of a protective effect of masks or respiratory against VRI, a rarer outcome, was not statistically significant, though this may indicate insufficient statistical power in these studies rather than lack of protective effect. Or it could result in both. And they tell you what the other studies reported on by the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons said, and that is... Surgical masks are better than cloth masks because cloth masks are totally just useless and worthless, and surgical masks provide a little bit more protection, but it's like you just sneeze into your arm. And an N95, yeah, because you don't get oxygen. That's why you're not breathing in anything. Evidence of protection through medical masks was available from individual articles, although results were inconsistent within and across studies. Oh, there you go. So even when they tell you in the study masks kind of can help maybe sometimes, it's bias because we relied on people to report it, not science, and not scientists. That's what it says in the article. They didn't even rely on, they just relied on other people to report it, and they put the data together because they're statistic experts. But even so, it says disposable cotton or paper masks are not recommended. They're worthless. I added that part. They're worthless. In such cases, emergency settings lacking access to N95 respirators. In such cases, single-use medical masks are preferable to cloth masks, for which there is no evidence of protection, and which might facilitate transmission of pathogens when used repeatedly without adequate sterilization, which is pretty much 90% of the people that are wearing them. Meaning that, on average, If you're wearing a mask and you believe in pathogens, you're actually putting me at risk, not helping me. You're also putting yourself at risk, not helping yourself. Overall, the evidence to inform policies on mask use is, for healthcare workers, poor, with a small number of studies that is prone to reporting biases and lack of statistical power. So even when In a study, they say maybe the mask could help a little bit. Their conclusion is they don't have enough data, and it's prone to bias, and it's very, the word they use is poor. It's very poor. They don't know. But all the evidence points to masks being harmful to you and to other people. All the evidence points to most masks being totally worthless, totally useless. And those that are kind of worth something are worth something because you restrict your oxygen flow. And if I hold my breath, (gasps) it's better than an N95 because I'm not breathing anything. (sighs) This is 2011, so this goes back. Influenzajournal.com, Health Protections Agency, London, European Center for Disease Prevention and Control, Stockholm, Sweden. The Use of Masks and Respirators to Prevent Transmission of Influenza, a Systematic Review of the Scientific Evidence. There were 17 eligible studies. Six of eight randomized controlled trials found no significant differences between control and intervention groups, meaning masks with or without hand hygiene. N95 P2 respirators. One household trial, seven of eight. One household trial found that mask-wearing coupled with hand sanitizer use reduced secondary transmission of upper respiratory infection, influenza-like laboratory-confirmed influenza compared with education. Hand sanitizers alone resulted in no reduction. One hospital-based trial, that's eight of eight, found a lower rate of clinical respiratory illness associated with non-fit-tested N95 respirator use compared with medical masks. Eight of nine res- uh, retro- uh, retrospective observational studies found that masks and respirator use was independently associated with a reduced risk of severe acute respiratory syndrome. Findings, however, may not be applicable to influenza, and many studies were suboptimal. None of the studies established a conclusive relationship between mask respirator use and protection against influenza infection. Some evidence suggests that mask use is best undertaken as part of a package of personal protection, especially hand hygiene. The effectiveness of masks and respirators is likely linked to early, consistent, and correct usage. None of that's being done, of course. If it was, if it were being done, it still wouldn't have any effect. The Health Protection Agency, HPA, undertook a scientific evidence based review of the use of masks and respirators in an influenza pandemic to inform relevant guidance following the emergence of Pandemic A, H1N1, in 2009. This is how the study begins. If you read through it, observational studies. All but two of the case controlled studies in healthcare workers reported that wearing masks and or respirators appeared to protect workers from acquiring SARS appeared see they're using that word again appeared might could possibly maybe we're not sure we have no idea but it may what we do know for sure is that if you don't wear it properly and if you wear it for too long and if you're not washing your hands and not washing the mask, it's more of a hazard. And since on average about 90% of people aren't doing those things because they feel more secure with the mask, I don't have to wash my hands as often, it's actually creating a health hazard. The real health hazard are the measures that are being employed to prevent people from getting sick. The quaternary ammonium compounds, the QACs. The gloves that just spread dirt and oil and grease everywhere. And the masks that are little tiny incubation chambers for bacteria, if you believe in pathogens. And they don't even stop fine particulates. 26 feet away, 6 feet away, or in your face. When you sneeze big droplets, little ones come out too. So you could sneeze in somebody's face. It'll protect you from the big saliva just hitting you right in the face. But all those little guys, they're going to go... Right through the mask, right into your nose. You know how you can protect yourself? Visit the produce section. Go out and get some sunlight. Don't listen to this show because it stresses you out probably. So de-stress a little bit. Do something you enjoy. I don't know. Masturbate more. I don't know. All but two of the case control studies in healthcare workers reported that wearing masks and respirators appeared to protect workers from acquiring SARS. A retrospective cohort study of nurses who worked in two Toronto hospital intensive care units found that the relative risk of SARS for nurses who consistently wore an N95 respirator was half that for nurses who consistently wore a surgical mask. However, the difference was not significant because of a small sample size. So like. Two Toronto hospital intensive care units. Two, count them, two, 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 two. And in the article, they say it's not significant because of a small sample size. I'd go as far to say it is important, it is significant, and it shows you that if you wear it nonstop, well, based on the theory of pathogenicity of, of bacteria and viruses, then yeah, it probably will stop you from inhaling them because you're not getting any oxygen at all. So yeah, of course. In conclusion... There is a limited evidence based, or there is limited evidence base to support the use of masks and or respirators in healthcare or community settings. Mask use is best undertaken as part of a package of personal protection, especially including hand hygiene in both home and healthcare settings. I sent these to somebody and they told me I was wrong. These none of these studies they said suggested not to wear a mask. And they went in and they isolated and targeted the parts of the study where they're like, well, these two Toronto. Care units, you know, they kind of halved their 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 risk factor. It's like, yeah, but you didn't read the next line. Uh, it's biased. It's a small group. And the article conclusion based on the evidence is that it doesn't mean anything. There is limited evidence to support the use of masks and respirators in healthcare or community settings. Uh, it's over. I don't know. How much more you want. But, you know, I'm not going to listen to uh, the ref. When the ref says he's down, you want? I'm going to keep beating the shit out of this horse. Review article. Face masks to prevent transmission of influenza virus. A systematic review. There's no surrender here. The enemy surrendered with white flags. I got no war etiquette. I'm mowing them down anyway. For too long, that enemy has raped, has pillaged, has threatened, has terrorized, they're getting all slaughtered right now, all right? There isn't no, no parlay. You're not going to have a meeting and discuss the terms of surrender. We are going to obliterate you. Face masks to prevent transmission of influenza virus. A systematic review. This is 2010. At the individual level, interventions to reduce transmission include improved hygiene, take care of yourself, and the use of face masks, respirators, and other physical barriers. These are the ways that they say that you could reduce your risk. We conduct a systematic review to investigate the evidence supporting the effectiveness of face masks and reducing influenza virus infection under controlled and natural conditions. And they go through all the studies here. You can read these if you get the article. Few studies have been conducted in healthcare settings, and there is limited evidence to support the effectiveness of either surgical masks or N95 respirators to protect healthcare personnel who are in the line of fire, so they would would be the ones that need it more than anybody. The Hong Kong study referenced here applied surgical face masks to index cases and their household contacts, while the Australian study applied surgical masks or N95-type respirators to household contacts only neither study provides conclusive evidence that face masks are effective in primary intention to treat analysis, Uh, although statistical power was limited. In conclusion, there remains a substantial gap in the scientific literature on the effectiveness of face masks to reduce transmission of influenza virus infection. While there is some experimental evidence that masks should be able to reduce infections under controlled conditions, there is less evidence on whether this translates to effectiveness in a natural setting, because you can't recreate the real world in a laboratory setting it's just a guess they don't know this is 2019 JAMA very prestigious N95 respirators versus medical masks for preventing influenza among healthcare personnel a randomized clinical trial findings in this pragmatic cluster randomized clinical trial involving almost 3,020 862, healthcare personnel. There was no significant difference in the incidence of laboratory confirmed influenza among healthcare personnel with the use of N95 respirators versus medical masks. Meaning, as worn by healthcare per, uh, personnel in this trial, use of N95 respirators compared with medical masks in the outpatient setting resulted in no significant difference in the rates of laboratory confirmed influenza. Here is 2008, randomized controlled trial. Use of surgical face masks to reduce the incidence of the common cold. Among healthcare workers in Japan. Conclusion. Face mask use in healthcare workers has not been demonstrated to provide benefit in terms of cold symptoms or getting colds. So a large study is needed to definitively establish non-inferiority of no-mask use. Coronavirus is basically a cold. BMJ, British Medical Journal, a cluster of randomized trial of cloth masks compared with medical masks in healthcare workers. This was published 2015. Conclusion. This study is the first... RCT of cloth masks and the results caution against the use of cloth masks. This is an important finding to inform occupational health and safety. Moisture retention, reuse of cloth masks, and poor filtration may result in increased risk of infection. Increased risk of infection. Here's the CMAG. 2015-2016, N95 respirators were associated with less filter penetration, less face seal leakage, and less total inward leakage under laboratory experimental conditions compared with surgical masks. That's not the real world. Interpretation, N95 respirators appeared to have a protective advantage over surgical masks in laboratory settings. Our meta-analysis showed that there were insufficient data to determine Definitely whether N95 respirators are superior to a surgical mask and protecting healthcare workers against transmissible acute respiratory infections in clinical settings. I Guess people might be begging for mercy by now, but I'm just going to keep driving the bayonet right into the heart. JAMA medical mask 2020 N95 respirators cannot be used by individuals with facial hair or children because it's difficult to achieve a proper fit. So if you're not wearing them properly, they're useless, just like the cloth masks. Why should I wear a mask? When should it be used? Well, JAMA says face masks should be used only by individuals who have symptoms of respiratory infections such as coughing, sneezing, or in some cases fever. Face masks should also be worn by healthcare care workers, by individuals who are taking care of or are in close contact with people who have respiratory infections. Or otherwise, as directed by a doctor, face masks should not be worn by healthy individuals to protect themselves from acquiring respiratory infection because there is no evidence to suggest that face masks worn by healthy individuals are effective in preventing people from becoming ill. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the secret teaching. Oh, I almost forgot. This is on the CDC's website. 2020 University of Hong Kong, Hong Kong, China. Non-pharmaceutical measures for pandemic influenza in non-healthcare settings. Personal, protective, and environmental measures. Let's see what Santa brought us with this study. (gasps) He brought us a lot of stuff. We found no significant reduction in influenza transmission with the use of face masks. And Jordan fades back, and that's the game. And that's the show. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Oh, by the way... Science magazine, study claiming, claiming new coronavirus can be transmitted by people without symptoms. Flawed. It's flawed. 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 You should not wear a mask unless you're sick or attending to other people who are sick. Face masks should not be worn by healthy individuals to protect themselves. Medical masks, JAMA 2020. Not my opinion. Hashtag science is real. Hashtag science is real. You know what? You can't handle the science. A lot of people can't handle the truth. To mask or not to mask, I think the conclusion's pretty clear. But here's the thing about freedom of choice: you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I'm not going to degrade you or shame you. Enjoy the mask. I'll enjoy breathing fresh fresh oxygen. And I will enjoy my continued good health, to good health, for those who take care of ourselves and for those who don't listen to the cheeky, cheesy, what did they call them, cheerful Walmart greeters that Walmart hires to get tax breaks. Stay with us on the Fringe FM. We'll talk to you tomorrow night here on The Secret Teachings. Stay safe and stay informed.